0: This episode is brought to you by Breaking the Lines, curated football opinions by football experts around the world. Head over to the website now to read the latest articles, among other things. Read about uh, Perisic signing at Tottenham and how Ben Nasser was instrumental to Milan's Scudetto this season uh, and the story of Nottingham Forest and, and their comeback to the Premier League. Uh, also head to Anchor FM or your favourite podcast platform to listen to the series of podcasts under the Breaking the Lines flag. Aira Di Rigore discusses all things Italian Serie A, Corta Linhas, focuses on the Portuguese League, and in the latest tactics room, Will Fowler analyses Fulham's comeback to the English Premier League. In today's episode of Casa de Linha, I'm not going to talk about the French national team. I have to be honest, I didn't watch too much of the Nations League game. I think, you know, those, those international games at the end of the season were a, a bit of a joke, to be honest, and I really didn't feel like um, diving into a competition that, as I'm concerned is not teaching us a lot. Besides the fact that Italy is not there, they had a, they had a pretty good series of game. Uh, anyway, I'm 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 pretty happy right now because I live in Australia, and as you know, um, today the Socceroos won the playoff and their ticket to the World Cup, uh, which is awesome for a country like Australia. Uh, and better yet, Australia and France are in the same group, just like in 2018 for the World Cup in Qatar, which is great for me. they with uh, they're with Denmark and Tunisia, so uh, it's not going to be easy for the Socceroos. But who knows. Watch out for uh, for Suta, for Boyle, for Rustich. Um, that's all I have to say. Uh, anyway, let's go with Caseline today. I'm going to give you my top ten defenders of the season in Liga. But first, music. <laughs> Bonjour everyone and welcome back to Castellin. Today we keep going on our League season review, and we're going to look at the 10 best defenders of the season, at least as far as I'm concerned. I don't think there's a lot of surprises in my list, and, and we kind of all know who the two, three best defenders are in, in the French league. Uh, but it was you know nonetheless quite interesting to look at some of the stats and to remember some of the games that involve uh la creme de la crème, as we say in France, of uh the defender. It's also going to be interesting to see how many of them will stay uh, and play in um, Liga next season. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll just make it quick so I don't take too much of your time, uh, and let's jump in straight away. Uh, the first defender that we're looking at is um, Alexander Jiku. Alexander Jingu, the defender from RC uh, Strasbourg. Strasbourg, of course, um, we know has had this uh, this great run this season, uh, very close to actually clinching. Um, European football only missed it by uh, by three points, and uh, and that game at the very end that they couldn't win um, against Marseille. Uh, Alexander Gicou, who was definitely the, even though at, in that three-man defense he didn't play central because he played on the left, uh, he was definitely the the experience brought to that team uh, defensively at least. Um, you know that he helped Nyamsi and and Perrin and sometimes Cassie, um really playing along well um, in that squad. Uh, Strasbourg, we know had a, had a few really good periods in the season. I mean, um, towards the end, there there's a run from like February to April uh, where there's um, 11 games, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, and he's very much involved in that. Uh, of course, he scores one of the goals of the season for Strasbourg, that uh, bicycle kick against Monaco, um, but he's also shown, um, you know, all along the all along the season, uh, that he was that he was quick, that he was very good at carrying the ball forward, um, that. Of the three defenders, he was probably the one who was bringing the ball forward the most uh, and allowing the build-up um, the way Julian Stefan wanted it to be played. At um to, to happen the most, uh, and and in the middle of that, uh, you know, he played 31 games, um, started 30. He can count uh, 10 clean sheets in the season. Uh, and he also went to play with Ghana, the uh, AFCON, and and any um, World Cup qualifier that Ghana has played during the season. So he had a. A busy season, uh, but by all means a, a successful season. And, and the result, I guess, of that successful season uh, is that right now is is heavily linked, if not already transferred, um, to Sevilla, who lost um, uh, Carlos uh, Tiago Carlos and I think another defender in the, in the summer transfer. I remember. Um, so, so you know, good for him that he that he was able to um, get a move in one of the powerhouses of La Liga. Uh, but very much deserved for Alexander Gicou, who's. Uh, yeah, the first of the, of those best defenders that I've uh, found for um, the season in Liga. The second one, we're going a bit more south, and it's Caio uh, Enrique, the left back of Monaco. Caio Enrique with another full season, 34 game, um started 31, um, recorded eight clean sheets, scored a couple of goals uh, and eight assists. Uh, and Caio Enrique um, was just instrumental, again, in that last run of Monaco, those, those 10 games without a... Lost those night consecutive win in which he, he recorded three assists and scored a goal, uh, and he just he just was as good as he had been um, last season, which was you know provocating provoking onto the left side, linking really well with both the midfielder and the striker and whoever was playing on his wing up front, uh, always keen to bring the danger all the way into the um, the, the danger area onto the other side, uh, and and yeah, very, very I guess very instrumental in. In the way monaco was playing he he has the like that temper and he's happy to play quite harsh when he when he can. i think like the rest of Monaco he had a a pretty bad start of the season um everybody was a little bit under for for the first two three months uh but then the change of coach he had that quite well uh, and he kept showing um all that we had seen last season uh and of course as soon as monaco was playing with three defender three central defender uh, as a left wing back, he he was having the time of his life. Uh, but he was also happy to uh, to track back quite a bit and to and to make some differences um, defensively too. Uh, his passing um, was pretty pretty impressive. Uh, 80% accurate passes. When we know how much he liked to provoke and how many crosses uh, he tried to get through, it's quite uh, impressive. Maybe his crosses weren't as precise as they had been last year. Last year I was very impressed by uh, by his crossing ability. Um, but yet he he had a uh, solid solid uh, season. I mentioned the 34th uh, league appearances. There was also eight games in the Europa League, four game in the Champions League, of course. We're talking about the playoff there. Uh, and a few games in uh, Coupe de France. So he's a, he's a player that, you know, he isn't linked with any moved in the summer. Good for Monaco Telegue, to keep him. Uh, but that is going from strength to strength. And that was probably the best left back that we had um in liga this season next we're going into the capital I mean they're finished champion so they have to have a couple of players in there uh, and I put ashraf hakimi which you know maybe to, to some had a bit of a um so-so season but as far as I'm concerned every time he played um he made a difference uh, and I think that that's a big um a big thing for for a right back or right wing back four goals six assists he played um 32 games started 28 uh, interestingly enough he only uh recorded four clean sheets and i think it's also a, a tell of the fact that he was not used um i guess the right way by uh, by paris most of the time uh hakimi i think is a pure right wing back not a right back um so he's definitely more comfortable uh in a in a defense with three center backs and and he's taking the wing uh, but whenever he played, he, he made the difference. Um he saved Paris Saint-Germain on a couple of occasions, uh late goal, uh late late assists. Um he, he was uh he was instrumental with the uh, with uh, um a brace as well. I think he was against Meth, if I'm not mistaken. Uh so so he's he's made the difference. Of course, as soon as he started, uh, everybody was impressed in his first few months. And then uh, I guess like the rest of the team, he dipped a little bit. I mean Paris Saint-Germain never really had to uh, play amazing football to actually win their game in France. They got pretty lucky in in a lot of those games. Uh, so so he kind of uh, I kind of worked with everybody else. I th- I'd say um, didn't really perform. with him didn't perform, but also every time and especially at the end of the game. You know, I guess a uh, testimony to his stamina. Um, he was able to bring the danger up front. Always happy to dribble, to provoke, uh, and always looking for Mbappe or or Neymar or Messi or Icardi. Uh, in the box to try and create danger. And I think, you know, 23 years old only, uh, that was his first season at the club. You know, he's a player that has traveled a bit the past few years. Real Madrid, Dortmund back to Real, Inter, Milan, now Paris Saint-Germain. If, if he settles and, and if he stays at Paris with uh, with whoever the new coach is going to be, uh, I think we might see a, a very strong Ashraf Hakimi in the coming season. The next is another right back and one that I'm assuming everybody um, anticipate to see uh, in that uh, ranking of the best defenders in Ligue uh, 1, Jonathan Kloss, of course, the right wing back of Lens, uh, who has literally exploded in front of the scene um, the last couple of years. Uh, Jonathan Kloss, it's it's five goals, it's eleven assists uh, this season. Um, he is instrumental in the good form of Lens uh, in the beginning of the season. Uh, Lens, you know, unfortunately again. Uh, missed out on the um on the European football for next season uh, by a few points, four points away from, uh, from the from fifth position this time. Uh but Jonathan Close was just um having another of those amazing seasons. Same thing, I think, you know, when um Lance didn't play well, he didn't play well either. Uh but when they played right, um he was he was instrumental um on his right side on set pieces. I mean he took most of the corner kicks that Lance had uh, and then he had some uh, a couple of stellar games. I guess he really enjoyed playing against trois He must like champagne uh, because uh, in the first game in Lance he scored two and got an assist, and the second game back in Troyes, uh scored one and got an assist. So it's probably his, his favorite team to play right now. Uh, interestingly enough, though, it's probably the last time that he's going that he has played this team because uh, he is um, he, he actually admitted to have had conversation with Atletico Madrid uh, and he's linked with, with um, moves overseas. There's also a rumor in Marseille that that float around a little bit, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him going overseas. He's of course now an international. He played a few games with uh, with friends this season. He played two during that national national league break uh, just the past week, um, and, and he's definitely been one of the um, one of the breakthrough in Liga the past couple of season under the um, coach. As we're going to not for my fifth defender uh, and Andre Girotto, who is one of the. Um, best Brazilian in Europe, uh, according to uh, to Sofa score and to the rating that he had all season. Uh, André Giroto, who really, really did the job at Nantes next to Nicolas and in front of uh, Alban Lafont really helped Alban Lafond, um keeping as many clean sheets as possible. He got eight clean sheets this season. Um, André Giroto, he played 36 games, started all 36 of them, 88-minute per games, uh, clearly instrumental, uh, was able to play centre-back or midfield, but most of the time, did play in that centre-back position next to uh, Nicolas Palua. Uh, Backed a few, a few goals, six goals this season. Uh, a couple of um, free kick. If you haven't seen it, go find them on YouTube. Free kick from a distance, um, like strong, sharp, slow, low uh, free kick. Pretty, pretty impressive, and an assist as well. Uh, but really, the, the the player who was launching the build-up play for Nantes. You had Palois, who was a bit of the enforcer. Uh, and, uh, and giroto who added his technique to it, very good positioning, and also very good at starting to build up play for his for his team. You know, everybody expected Camboare, uh and not to be quite a defensive unit this season. They were at times, but they were also able to come out really quickly and to be very good, both in counter-attack and in just position football. Uh, and Giroudo was instrumental uh, in that sense. Um, I, I don't know if he's going to be transferred or not, there have been some conversation, uh, he's got some touches, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just stays in Nantes, uh, he seems comfortable up there uh, and there's the Europa League to play of course, now that they won uh, Coupe de France against Nice, uh, so I'm sure he, he'll be interested in uh, in staying and there's a bit of ambition going back to Nantes, uh, but he was definitely one of the one of the surprise, not a young player 30 years old now, Andres Girotto uh, but a consistent uh, very good defensively and, and ability to, to pass um, really helpful for the um, Canary. We're going back to the south of France and Nice, Nice, who was the second best defense in the league, uh, obviously had to add a, a defender in there. You know, dance was good and, and and we know how good dance is, but I put Jean-Claire Tojibo instead, um, the young defender. Now, I don't think he's a finished product yet, 22 years old only, uh, but I think we've seen growing year after year. Last year, he was paired with Saliba, after uh, Dance was um, injured, and this year he was next to Dance the whole season, and obviously that helped him developing his game a little bit more. 36 game games uh, played, started 35 of them, played 87 minutes per game on, on average. Um, made the team of the week a couple of times uh, 12 clean sheets. Um, he he was really the the um, if Dance was the sweeper who was able to cover behind, Dante was the enforcer who was also able to actually play football. Uh, so on one hand, you would see him chasing back behind defenders and not hesitating to tackle from behind and, and, and try to cover the ball. But on the other hand, he was always making himself available for Benitez for his left back um, to try and, and make that build-up happen. Of course, Galchis football wasn't the most um, attractive witness this season, uh, but I think with a player like Tojibo, um, got bought himself the ability to play without pressure in, in defense, like uh, tojibo always seemed cool, always happy to uh, play football safely. Um, and, and he's shown again that technique and, and how much it is. I mean, it's not, it's not nothing that the guy was at Barcelona at one point, right? And uh, you can see all the all that technique that he probably learned down there. Um, but with Nice, he's really developing himself uh, as a solid player. Uh, again, he's not um, really linked with, with anybody in the offseason, so he's probably going to stay in Nice. Um, playing a bit of conference league potentially but, uh, but yeah I think we're going to see him again develop and develop he's young he's only 22 years old uh, so he, he has a bright future in front of him that is settled in one team we're going to, to talk about another right back Hamari Traore uh, Hamari Traore the right back of Stade Rene the captain of Stade Rene as well 30 years old the uh, Malian international uh, 33 game this season. started all 33 of them played 88 minutes during those games. The only game that didn't play in league night because it was with, um, with his selection um, all the way uh, down in, uh, in the Afcon, sorry, the uh, African competition, finding my words back um, three goals this season, 10 assists as well, nine clean sheets uh, in the middle of that uh, and, and an ability to dribble for a right back. That was quite impressive. Uh, I mean, we've talked about Rennes and how great they've been offensively, free-flowing football or attacking football. Uh, and Amari Traore was was right in there. Uh, you know, a couple of assists against Montpellier, a goal and an assist against Metz, And then he finished the season with a goal, like an assist against Rennes. So the week after, an assist against Monaco. The week after, an assist against Hasbro. The week after, a goal against Lorient. Uh, he was right in there with that form that um, Rennes was going to. I mean, Rennes was the best attack in Ligue 1 by far. Uh, and when you have a captain who plays right back who's able to deliver you 10 assists, of course it's going to help um, in that sense. At 30 years old he's really finding his fit it uh, looks like he's really helping the team develop. Uh, there was a bit of, of chatter of him maybe leaving Dortmund, took a look at him uh, I think it's a it's a gamble right, to take a 30 year old defender and to put him out of uh, where he is I guess in his element and, and one of the best players in the team because he's been there for so long. Uh, but you know, it may, may, maybe he'll go. I, I don't know if uh, if Ginejo would be happy to to lose him. Um, but there's there's some young talents uh, coming behind at Sadrini as well. Uh, definitely a, a very important player in that squad and, and a very important player off the field as well. Um, you know, he's not the captain for the reason. He's very uh, good at motivating his squad, at keeping his squad together, uh, and uh, and he's no he's no stranger to the great football that Ren was playing this season. At Number three, because we're going to the podium right now. Uh, I put another Ren player, and and probably the best, um, the best defender that Ren had, and is number three. But he could be the best defender in Liga. I think it's uh, it's uh, details that that will go to the top three. Uh, Naev Aguerd, the Moroccan international from Ren, who is potentially on his way to West Ham right now. That was the the latest that he was going to sign. Um, for West Ham. Uh, Nayef Fagir who, who played 31 games, and again, he went to the African Cup of Nations, so that's probably why he missed a few games, uh, scored a couple of goals, uh, but uh, just just a, a strong defender through and through. Uh, started next to Bade, and then Bade wasn't good enough, so he had Omar Omari next to him, uh, and, and he was as good... Um, he's young, he's 26 years old, and he played like he was, 33 years old, played like a veteran, um really took care of the left side of his defense. Um, really happy to bring the ball forward, ever so accurate in his passing game, 89% accuracy, 93% in his own half, 82% in the opposite half. Doesn't happen to a lot of team right. Also, credit to the work that Genesio has done at Rennes, where he was forcing his defender to play high up on the pitch. Uh, but Aguirre, despite being a very tall and quite slender, um bodied kind of defender, really shows his skills and his technical ability. Uh, and, and really was um, a standard defensively for Rennes, it's going to be a pretty big loss uh, if he goes to West Ham for Rennes, for Rennes because um, I think they got used to play with Aguilar the past couple of seasons. There is where that Woodface from Rennes would come, the Belgian, uh, the young Belgian talent would come to Rennes to replace Aguil. Uh But losing somebody for... like Agger is going to be complicated for Rennes, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, he made the top three of my best defender of the season because obviously uh, he had a, a stellar season uh, and is also a very, very good on set. This is offensively. Number two, number two is William Saliba. William Saliba from Marseille, who won uh, Best Young Player in, uh, in Ligue 1 and, and rightfully so, 21 years old, Amintel uh, in 93, played 36 game in Ligue 1, but also played seven games in Conference League, six games in Europa League, three games in the Coupe de France. And at the end, uh, got his call-up in the French national team and played three game in that last uh, Nations League break. Saliba, who's just been instrumental in that Marseille defence, whether they play with three centre-back or two centre-back, um, he was the one that was always going to be here. Uh, he was the, the lieutenant, only 21-year-old, but so much confidence, so much um, so much maturity, so comfortable ball to fit, always happy to play little passes in his half, in the other half. As the season went, we see, we saw him going more and more forwards, And of course, that's what Sampaoli was asking of his defender. Uh, but you could see that Tsai Chao wasn't very comfortable doing this. William Saliba, as soon as he was saying that in front of him there was nobody, you would see him push the ball once, twice, breaking the lines a few times uh, and, and really being the first um, offensive danger for Marseille from his centre-back position. 93%, pos- um, 93% accuracy in his passing, excuse me, 95 in his own half, 89% in his uh, opposite half, which you know, same stats have as Naev Agered kind of, um, but it shows how comfortable he was. 21 years old. I mean, uh, he's a future talent. He looks awkward the way he runs, he looks awkward the way he controls the ball, uh, but the ball stays in his feet. He's he's fast. We've seen him uh um, not hesitating to, to tackle from behind when he was whether it was Mbappe or Ben uh or Labor, he was he was very comfortable with those defensive jests as well. Uh and I think he's going to be um, I don't think he's going to go back to Marseille. I think he's going to stay at Arsenal. I mean, they should keep a player like him, right? Uh, but I think he's going to be getting even better and better as, as the year goes by. And and I hope that he's going to go to the World Cup because the year that he's done uh, in Ligue 1 really is deserving of, of the World Cup, in in my humble opinion. And the last defender, and of course the best defender in Ligue 1, right, uh, is Marquinhos, the Brazilian captain of Paris Saint-Germain, 28 years old. Uh, just, just a rock, played 32 games, started all 32 of them, uh, played 89 minutes per game. Of course, you don't sub Marquinhos. Uh, five goals uh, during that season, 13 clean sheets. It's interesting, right? You had Hakimi, you only had four clean sheets playing 32 games. Um, but Marquinhos, who had 13 clean sheets, um, nine more. So it kind of shows that when Ma- Paris were playing with the right tactic and when Marquinhos was here, um the cliches were happening because they did finish the season well paris Saint-Germain, uh, I mean they played well the whole season. They had good results the whole season, I should say. They didn't play well the whole season, they had good results the whole season. Um but but they ended, you know, like free-flowing once they were champion. It was five game, five goals every game, etc. Uh, but Marquinhos actually was um very important in that season, save Paris Saint-Germain a couple of times, uh, goal against Troy, let goal. Uh, I think it was early on, I think it was Saint-Étienne who who got in the way. No, sorry, Lille, excuse me, of course, uh, against Lille. uh, He scored an important goal as well. Um, A couple of goals against Saint-Étienne, yeah, indeed, um, in Le Chaudron. Uh, And and he really was maybe the only player with Mbappé that was actually having a good season at Paris Saint-Germain, I reckon, uh, which is a bit sad for the French champion, but it's also the truth and what happened. Uh, It'll be interesting to see, I mean, I'm sure he'll be happy to see the changes from next season and to see the team actually playing better football. Um, it's probably not with Pochettino. It's, it's almost done. and It's not Pochettino. With Luis Campos as sporting director and whoever is the new coach, whether it's Zidane or, or whoever else might come, uh, I'm sure Marquinhos is looking forward to uh, you know, kind of playing the way it's I I supposed to play. for looking forward to the World Cup with Brazil as well because uh, this is obviously one of the um, most important pieces in that selection as well. Uh, and yeah, and we expected him to have a great season. He didn't disappoint. He had that great season. That mistakes against Real Madrid in in quarterfinal will always happen, I guess. In sorry, in, in round of 16, It will always happen. I, I, I guess you know it's the only mistake he made. I think in the six years that I've seen him playing in in Paris Saint eight years, not six years, eight years. Um. So so he he is in my opinion the best defender in Liga, uh, and he doesn't have much to prove to beat. He he is a rock. He has the solidity mentally and physically uh, to, to keep the players in check, and he is the real captain. Uh, yeah, you know, it's hopefully he's going to stay as long as possible in Liga, and we get to, to enjoy um, a little bit more of Marquinhos uh, every weekend. That's it, that's my little uh, best defenders in Liga. Uh, like I said, I wanted to keep it uh, short and sweet, just 20 minutes. Uh I'll I'll keep going, of course, during this uh off season. I'll talk about the midfielder, I'll talk about the forwards as well. Uh, and then I'll get the my usual guests to come in as well before the season comes back uh to have a bit of fun and, and, and talk about French football in general. Thank you very much for listening to Cassette ligne as usual. Uh love to hearing from you. If you have any questions, if you have any comment, do you think that they were the 10 best defender, or would you have added anybody else? Don't hesitate to uh to jump in and, and link in and uh we look forward to another episode soon ciao, ciao guys thank you